get into this. Alvin, why is Africa yeah. poor? <laughs> yeah. Why is Africa poor, man? Yeah, tell us. Tell me, why yeah, is so, Africa poor? <laughs> yeah, so, bro, man, you know, um, one of the reasons, actually, Africa is poor and why it's ranked as one of the poorest continents. We're looking at the fact that the most common would be um, misuse of money, you know, uh, corruption, if you may say. As you know, you know, in Africa, particularly here in Uganda, you know, a corruption is a really huge thing. I mean, finally, let me just show you this. You know, they're saying over $500 billion from the U.S. has been sent to African nations in form of direct aid, mm-hmm. you know, and... The consensus is that this money has had little to no effect. So, you know, just shows you, I would say, the conundrum in which, you know, we as Africans, mostly I would say the leaders in power that we have elected have, you know, misused our money or misrepresented us, you know. I mean, you hear of these stories when, you know, uh, African leaders, you know, they get money, then they go out, they go to Dubai. That's making us. Well, they're singing on your money. <laughs> making the Swiss richer, man. Oh, by uh, the way, making the Swiss richer. I think like another thing is like we're not in general. Like it's like Africans are not like innovate, innovative. You know what I mean? Okay. If you go and look like man, at the Forbes, that like you know, think of like the Forbes thirty under thirty, man. Just like a, yeah. a few minutes ago, I was talking to someone, and yeah. It was like, by the way, go and look at like the Forbes 30 under 30. Only going to find like one guy, and that's like that Flutterwave guy. You know Flutterwave? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Flutterwave. What about cheaper cash, bro? Cheaper cash, man. This guy did it from America, man. So it doesn't necessarily Ah, yeah, count. yeah. It Fact, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't count. count there. It doesn't count. <laughs> doesn't count. I agree with you, bro. We like the homie, but man, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's America, man. Yeah, but we're saying true. like that's the land of opportunity, my bro. I mean, to just I'm telling you, man. I mean, to just go to America, man. Anything can happen. You can just turn your dreams and hopes, man, into something else. Anyways, I digress, man. You'd, someone would probably go and be like, man, but then where are there poor people? You know, you Africans coming and telling us your stories. <laughs> like, man, calm down. <laughs> calm down. You know what we mean. <laughs> If you don't that's understand, that's true, me. bro. That's true. I agree. I get what you're saying, bro. So but man, let's be honest, man. If you have like a guy, if you have a guy like I don't know how to explain, like if you have a guy who comes from Africa, it's doing the same exact job, right? And he goes to true, America. True, true. The guy's going to add more money. Yeah. He's going to have a better lifestyle than he has here. Okay, I see. Anyways, back. To, I digress. <laughs> so, <laughs> Let's let's go back to our things. What is I saying? Oh yeah. So like that. You're talking about 30. innovation. Yeah. So like thirty under thirty. Yeah. So that guy, mm-hmm. that guy is the only one there, like in that tech space. I know innovation is necessarily like tech, even being agriculture and whatever. But how can it yeah. mainly be guys who are running? And then I hear the arts. Okay, like the arts. It would make sense for the guy to come up with like say something so groundbreaking. But man some south african guy here he was in civil war whatever some friend yeah. of mine made a joke and was like he might have been the guy who was holding the lights <laughs> <laughs> i dig bro i dig i dig i dig bro <laughs> i was like are you serious yeah 
but that man, game, bro. You get the right point. Like, if you go to Asia, man, you're going to see yeah. these guys have groundbreaking things. Even if it's not groundbreaking, but at least something mm. you get. Mm. Yeah. You have a guy. Yeah, I but know. I agree with you on that thing of the innovation, bro. You know, like one of the biggest thing I think, like as Africans, we face. You know, this is what makes really us as a, a, a continent that's rich with abundance, but still poor in terms of GDP, in terms of you know gross, you know, sorry, GDP, GNP. You know, so one of the things that really I feel and is what you're hitting on is that thing of innovation. We have a serious lack of innovation. We are seriously talented, but there's an issue of like innovating in, I would put it in this way, like some people innovate, but there's this thing like the environment is just not conducive, bro. Like I'll tell you something, bro, man. You know, like in America and you touched on it, eh? Mm. Homies can set up a project, right? Mm. And things just go well like you get hence the american dream okay not things won't go well i mean i won't say that completely but things just find their way you know you know moving forward and things like that you get yeah. you know stuff start you know moving well the environment just i don't know man the environment i mean maybe even with the air man you know these americans bro <laughs> so man it's just the environment that's just also not conducive for us i know many homies who have projects you know mm-hmm. but like first of all your parents your parents are going to be like man why what are you trying to do why can't you be a lawyer why can't you be a doctor why can't you be this why can't you be this? you know professions that back then would have been well you know acquainted with them but you know this is a ever developing I, I mean world you may, i mean even in terms of you know evolution we are progressing so far you know things of being okay i'm not trying to throw shade to a doctor but like yeah. bro man being a doctor in this time bro like <laughs> you're saying that being a doctor in this time come on, what's that going to do bro? i think that's the thing and you did it right man the innovation you know we just have that lack of innovation and i think it comes down to also the environment bro I'm yeah. telling you, like, okay, we still need doctors, yeah? Like, but not everyone should become a doctor. Not everyone should yeah, become obviously. a lawyer. Yeah, obviously, I agree. I mean, a country like, say, Uganda, man, where you're 44 million people, man, and you expect, like, yeah. say, not, like, that many people to become lawyers, you get? It's not I possible. dig, bro. You can't have that it's many lawyers. You can't have that many doctors. Yeah, but we can have, but we need more financiers. We need more financiers. <laughs> that's, that's we a need fact, more guys. Bro. We need more guys doing like IT, IT stuff, like computer stuff, doing more computer IT, science. Finance. Yeah. And I mean, you I think know. if we had more of those guys, I think we'd be at least a little bit far. You know what I mean? We would have like... No, I get you, bro. We need like a few unicorns here and there, inside at least East Africa. Yeah. Not having like, like one I... unicorn and it's in all the way in Nigeria and it's like one guy. <laughs> Just because he has oh, it's all the way in South Africa, bro. <laughs> and the company is worth like realistically, let's be honest. It's realistically mm. worth a hundred million dollars. Not necessarily one billion, just because paper yeah. value is one billion, but it's realistically <laughs> worth only a hundred million. And yeah, like, hundred million. We want those real unicorns, man, where you know it's really worth <laughs> where you know like you're like bruh. 
This is like some Silicon Valley shit, bro. Exactly, man. This is a PayPal mafia, man. Right. We need, you know, instead you of just PayPal mentioned something. Mm. No, we continue, need, bro. We need like maybe like the Masai mafia one, something like that. I don't know. That's that's how I see it, anyway. Yeah. I get you, bro. I get how you. Are you saying? What are you saying? So like you just mentioned a point and this is also another thing also I think like if you think about it why like you know Africa is also I believe still one of the most you know poor continents and you know uh this you know north no no shade Africans I mean I'm an African so <laughs> you get but like one of the biggest is lack of financial literacy man now I'm going to point out something like this, but I know homies that the comments are going to be like, man, how can you say that stuff? That's that's somewhat, but like, you know, man, you know, when the white man stayed like, you know, if you want to put a book, you know, if you want to put something in a book, you know, you know I mean, sorry, if you want to... Hide something. Sorry, I'm mistaking the thing, but if you want to... Hide something uh, from an African. Hide, yeah, hide, exactly, hide something from an African, put, put it in a book. book. I mean, Imagine if this yeah, is exactly. Like, you know that thing that happened in South Africa recently? Or everyone yeah, was looting and whatever. So, yeah, imagine yeah, yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're like if you're like one of those guys who owns like a store there and you really want to keep your money, you'd have just put it in that <laughs> bookstore that no one touched. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, bro, actually, no, funny, bro, that could have actually books. worked, bro, man. That could have really worked, man. <laughs> No one touched the books. I was, I saw the pictures like everyone else. You know, there's so much ruckus all over. But this guy's tape was still there. It was been wide open. There was tape. <laughs> it was wide open. As like one. Ah. And I'm telling you, fucked. <laughs> Bro, man. You know, it's it's so appalling. Like you know, and this is one of the things I had to go through. You know me, bro. You're my homie. You know, we were in the same secondary. You know how I struggled with reading. That's why I'm saying this is like seriously strong because I know this for a fact. We as Africans don't love reading, bro. We just, I don't know, bro. I don't know if we don't, I, I'm not generalizing because there are many people also who love reading and I'm not going to throw that out. But the truth of the matter is the general consensus just don't love reading, man. And unfortunately, like, financial literacy is like the starting point it's like the foundation on you growing like it's the foundation on you to become something let me just sit on you some facts here bro check this out so um standard and poor's uh global financial literacy uh service shows that african countries score the worst in terms of financial literacy worldwide the most financial literate country what exactly, Botswana. bro. You just read Botswana, Botswana 51%. Zambi- is it Zambia? Is it Zambia? No, Somalia, bro. No, I'm Somalia saying like, the, the ones are like up there. There's Botswana. I'm pretty sure Zambia is also there. It's mainly like these southern countries. Man. That's <laughs> the south, man, mainly. But actually, Somalia is at 15%. So, man, I mean, like. Dude, really. With Somalia, man, it's obvious why. <laughs> and the whole place is littered with war, man. There's so much war, there's so much, just, just so much man. stuff happening there, man. You just feel sorry for the guys, just like, man. Yeah, man, I feel sorry for the homies, man. That's, you know, that yeah. stuff's serious, bro. But, like, going back, like, man, you know, it's true. Because I faced this, you know, finally, okay, not finally, but the truth of the matter is this, I faced this, like, you know this, like, I keep saying this, is that, mm-hmm. you know, when you don't read, when you don't, you know, 
when you're not you know educated either self-educated or you know you go to school in terms of like you know going and trying to you know try to educate yourself mm-hmm. okay i won't say foremost education because you know not many not many people have that chance to have that access but like if you have like that you know self-education i mean just think of it like we live in a digital era where like information is so piled up so like it's so easy to access information anyhow yeah. you know yeah. and you know um i mean this is just worrying because like you know this statistics you know uh you guys can go check it up uh it's from standard and poor global financial literacy you know i'll you know we'll obviously send the link on where you can you know access this information but it's kind of scary because like man you know um exactly i will send the link <laughs> i could get that number <laughs> just say link in the description <laughs> yeah link in the description bro we'll send the okay we'll put the link in the description <laughs> so bro it's just you know it's interesting and you know you know lack of financial literacy i mean that we need to you know have that background in finance yeah whatever you know whatever thing we're doing you know I was listening to a video from Caribbean she said like you have to at least take a finance course whatever you're doing at least you Kadibi have to have a finance yeah. course Caribbean doesn't want to be screwed over man you can't blame no, man no from man. stripping man and now you have like all the money you have all that money man <laughs> you can't go back you can't go back man she yeah, can't bro, go back. Can't go. it's a must man she's not going to allow her finance <laughs> guys to go and just steal all her money at least she can allow this man take like 30 percent but a whole 70 percent like <laughs> yeah we're not in the when remember cage what's this guy's name bro this guy's name nicholas cage which guy nicholas it's called nicholas cage i think yeah okay yeah and the actor right yeah the actor yeah he, he was suing i think um his former his former money manager uh i think for like it was like a hundred million dollars but i just know it's like a, it was a big chunk ah, of money a hundred million dollars bro a hundred mil but it was a lot of money just say it was a lot of money okay. and you're saying this one but no how are you going to sue someone because you don't know how much money like you know if you don't if you don't constantly check your finances you're not going to obviously know anything and then when it's finally late you've lost everything in jokes because you're thinking man oh we see actors and whatever whatever man there's nothing there man sometimes some of them don't have it's just all a game i was seeing this thing with future and and who young thug they're in like a car and they were having 40 million worth of jewelry man splashing it around us like is this a tad too much you know what I mean like I see this guy yeah, I get like what all you, this shiny I get what you shiny with this shiny shiny stuff guy just threw a necklace man underneath the car it was I think it was a Bentley it was a Bentley at Rolls Royce but the guy just threw the threw the necklace underneath that's like some points I'm like are this this can't be 40 million worth of of jewelry in my mind I'm like this can't be worth 40 million but the people I can accept to have that kind of money are like these guys who play like uh the nfl yeah those nfl guys maybe, yeah those nba guys but a music yeah, guy yeah. a music guy of like the recent years like 2000 the 2010s coming to yeah. us like up here there is no money there is no money for real 
unless Drake, but everyone else, no. <laughs> unless Drake, say a little bit of, say, you know, because you saw, those air, you, saw, you saw the Air Drake, you know, is huge, you know, Boeing. Yeah. Claim. Maybe. So I'm sure I that's think maybe also like, another guy, like, you know, like those rock stars, those are the only ones I can, you know. My boy, uh, what's it called? Dave man, bro, we know you have a bias for for rock man. So no, but the truth, those guys make money. Dave Grohl, you can't say Dave Grohl, man, but fame is from like the nineties. So obviously, a lady be bro, a lady be, but I know you have a bias there, so I let okay, it be, right. bro. I've left, I've left. Anyways, yeah. So like, man, you know, we're over, we're grilling these guys, but let's first see, man. Like, what, what solutions, man? What solutions can we come up with? So, um, you oh yeah, know, by the uh, like before, before we even solutions, go, man. Like, <laughs> first of all, we are yeah, making fun of guys, but don't people have like stereotypes, man? Facts, people have stereotypes. Actually, interestingly, yeah, they are stereotypes, and this is you know like this is all over the world. So it's not only in Africa, but you know there are stereotypes about money because. I mean, the whole concept of this is like, you know, we're discussing about money, you know, the whole concept is financial literacy. So I'll just get into the stereotypes, you know, and the most common, this has to be the most common, man. Money doesn't buy you happiness. Mm. That's the most common. You know, I'll just give like, you know, an ex- like, uh, like an example, you know. I'm sure you've had like, you know, your mom said, oh, you know, your parents, your guardians, you know, talk about, you know, saying that oh you growing when you've grown up they've said that you know uh rich people are always miserable you ah, know they're sad depressed say those things that bro <laughs> that has been like i'm sure i'm even sure i don't pin my mom into this because she may watch this but no but i'm, I'm telling you my mom bro. has it no reason why is because my dad is an accountant, so obviously he understands how money yeah, works. Yeah, your dad's an accountant. <laughs> so for him, yeah. so for him, but, but let me tell you one thing. One thing yeah. is like Simple. I think people, I think people get this thing out of like out of context. Like money doesn't buy happiness. Yes, it doesn't buy happiness, but it, it buys. You know, it makes you comfortable enough. You know, it makes comfortable you comfortable enough. enough. In the United States, freedom, like, freedom also up, there. It gives, yeah, it gives you that freedom. You get what I mean? Yeah? Yeah, I get And also, get. this other thing, uh, like in the United States, is, there was something where they were saying, like, my, one reason why many people, like, divorce is because of finances. That's one thing. It's like a major factor. By the way, you just brought up a good, interesting topic, like, you know, something we could just touch a little bit, not to digress, but, like, the truth of the marriage is, and I've seen this with, you know, certain couples, uh, married couples, obviously, we're not talking about, you know, people who are still young and, you know, thinking that they'll, you know, before, but anyway, let me not digress, but married couples. Yeah. So most of them, you know, there are two things. The first is spiritual, you know, maybe, you know, there's that, you know, you what? know, spirits. There's the you spiritual. You broke, you broke like a couple of minutes oh. before. Sorry for that. So mm-hmm. that was saying is like the root causes of divorces, you know, mm-hmm. and like I was saying, eh? mm-hmm. and I've had like, and I've had this from couples, married couples, mm-hmm. is um, there's the aspect of the spiritual aspect. For example, mm-hmm. if maybe, you know, uh, maybe, you know, for different reasons, they had their own different religious backgrounds and things like that. Mm-hmm. Then there's the money aspect, which we're dealing right now with is, 
that most couples you know mm. find themselves in a situation where like the money is the root why they're divorcing you know yeah. and this is you know i mean it's a known thing it's not something that is new it's a known thing many couples really mm. have that issue with finances it can happen like for example like i'll just say like you know a story you know uh where like you know um the like the husband you know he's been living okay let's say paycheck to paycheck you know but the wife you know wants you know not that she wants expensive stuff but she wants to also enjoy life you know to the fullest i mean maybe she hears her friends talking and saying that you know went here went here but you know the husband maybe she you know she married and this guy is not like you know he can't afford that that's the truth Thank but, you know, because of that. <laughs> exactly you know <laughs> like you know that situation causes a lot of you know strife you know you know it just leads to a lot of bad negative energy so yeah finances is uh finances is a it's a very you know it's a very huge thing that can cause you know a lot of you know damage Fact. if not more yeah. well yeah. Fact. Yeah, interestingly, <clears throat> yeah interestingly also there's something here which says that 82% like you know I'm just reading your statistic yeah. here saying 82% of the wealthy in this study which was conducted from the business insider mm. Mm. say they are happy you know and 94% of those who are happy say they're happy because they liked it or they loved what they're doing this is in dealing with money yeah this is dealing with money so because money gives you freedom it's a fact money gives you that level of freedom that when you don't have money you can't have because man you're, you're going to be tied down to so many things you know i get you bro and then like there's this thing where guys are saying yeah money is evil i don't think money is uh, evil. <laughs> i think ah uh, bro this is an interesting one bro i'm telling you, you might get think, into it bro i think it's the love of money that's evil that's it the that's love of money the love of money that's evil because if money. you think about it if you think about it yeah you yeah. have people who like Yeah, people who love they want more and more they want more money more money and like that thirst that hunger you know they're willing to do anything they're willing to burn their whole family man just for money you know what i mean i think this me yeah well like this guy is like man if they ask me to sacrifice my mother for money I'll, the, the next question i'll ask is can i also include my father <laughs> god damn Ah bro man you know what I mean. just that's it man nah, I get what you mean bro you know it's it's you know I'll just touch on something about like you know money I just want to like make something clear also yeah. to the audience is that and this is just my own personal belief I think you know money is a tool you know if you think about it you know just look at the history of money you know before we didn't have paper money now we're using you know this if fiat currency now you know um but before we had things like gold i mean in africa we also had the butter trade system where we trade commodities you know and certain commodities had a you know exchange value or say had a value and you know you'd exchange it for you know another item that was the whole idea of you know within the butter trade then i mean there was gold like i mentioned which was like a store store value you know which has still lost touch but i'm just showing you in history the different modes if i may say of money and you know up to now where we now have the paper money 
So money has always been a tool, but that hasn't changed the human behavior. You know, people ever since the dawn of time have always wanted to kill for money. So you can't tell me logically that the fact that, you know, money is evil, you know, paper money is evil. I think the truth is this, is that money is a tool and money just only amplifies or reveals who you really are. You know, yeah. it just reveals who you really are. You know, there's a saying that, you know, um, when you become successful, you know, um, it's not it's not you who changes, but it's the people around you who change. Mm-hmm. You know, just think about it. I mean, it may not show relevance to what I'm talking, right, like saying, but think about it, you know, well. Because it's the like truth of the matter is win. you. Those guys who it's win. you. What's his mm, call? Yes, touch, bro. What's his yeah, thing called? Yeah, touch on what you're going to say. Lotto winners. This guy is Lot- winning. Yeah, lottery. Lottery. The lottery winners, right? Those yeah. guys win money. Like, this guy has just been thrust into being rich. Just there and then. He has been thrust into <laughs> being rich. And, you know, yeah. there's a guy. I don't know if it's true, but it was in Kenya. Was, they told me the some guy who won, like, a jackpot. I think it was for sports special or something. And he wins, like, a lot of money. Yeah. This guy went and bought seven of the same type of the same type the same type of car, right? Ah, uh, like bro, you told, told me that story, bro. I yeah, told, <laughs> you <laughs> bought broken, the same. Ca- How do you buy the same car? Like you buy seven of the same. That's seven of like the same brand of cars or like same type. Yeah, he yeah. bought those like, seven Land Rovers. He bought a house. Then he went and splashed it also on girls and, and stuff, right? I'm like, man, that makes it. Bro. Maybe I bought like maybe one car, maybe. But not seven, right? Yeah. And yeah. then it just goes to show you, man. It's just like understanding how to use money. And of course, people yeah. around him are like, man, uh, but the guy is now back to where he was. Just went back. Back to square one. Eh? Back to square one, man. <laughs> That's the proof that, man, just proof that, you know, it's not necessarily wealth redistribution that's going to work because it can't work. It will still yeah. go back up. It will go back to it came from. It will always. I agree, bro. I agree. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you something. I don't know if it was uh, Kiyosaki or was it Trump, but like I, I think it was actually Trump. He, when he, when you know, he went bankrupt. Remember that yeah. time when he went bankrupt? But he still managed to get back his money. You know. Now, like, people who win the lottery, I know this, this is a weird statistic, but I'm going to be paraphrasing because I don't quite remember it off head. Yeah. But, like, they say, like, most of the people who win the lottery always go bankrupt. You know, I think it's not, and this is tying to our main subject, is that it's all about the literacy, the financial mm-hmm. literacy. And mm-hmm. also, it just shows that the problem is not the money, the paper that we think it is. Mm-hmm. It is the individual. It's the individual. That's the truth. I've seen homies who've got money, you know, and their character their character has always been the same. Now, yeah, there are some homies who get money and, you know, maybe they hide. But, mm. you know, once you see their true character, just know that was always their character, man. And money just exposed it, you know. Money exposes the skeletons, man. Yeah. And it's the truth, bro. And then also, like, man, I keep hearing this thing about more money more problems man yeah more money more problems i'm gonna let you begin that one bro more money more problems man may i just think i think it's what it gives you better problems man better problems <laughs> better think problems about, let's go with that think about think about because there will always be problems no matter what level of life you're in right for you when you yes. have no when you have no money 
the only thing you're going to be thinking about mainly is like my food going to be thinking about food how am i going to pay for this so now you finally like say you've started a business right yeah you're yeah. not getting in more money you're not going to think man how do i finally how do i control like the money flow all these things right you get that's not yeah. a problem it's a problem how do you also get yeah. more customers also whatever so i can also increase that cash flow and all that stuff and profitability that's right? true that's that, very true those are different problems but you've solved other problems right <laughs> of food yeah how am i going to pay my kids fees and all that stuff right that's not a problem <laughs> you anymore. your problem is now <laughs> you this, right yeah that's very true so yeah, that's very like, true that's example. actually I'm, i'm 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 going to be real with you i had not looked at it like that truthfully when you brought that aspect of the alternative problem because i think you know when we look at this stereotype you know we're always looking at the other side of problems in terms of things we are not handling but from your point of view what (laughs) exactly relatives asking for money you know uh many issues that are arising and things like that so but you're saying it from this point of view is that uh more you know more money better problems from the aspect of if i get money you know i don't have to suffer with the problems i had maybe when i was really broke maybe the problems i'll have i can be able to you know i have the capacity to solve them that's a very good way of looking at it mm-hmm. you know uh, i'll just give my opinion you know i think you know you know this thing of the more money you have the more problems personally and i mean you could disagree with me is i think truthfully yeah. i think when you have money there are less problems because think of it bro mm-hmm. the the many wealthy people like the environment they're sitting in you know mm-hmm. the environment they're in it's so like i don't want to say it's it's too comfortable but it's livable it's you know a conducive i mean it's okay for someone who's you know who's living in a wealthy neighborhood or that kind of you know situation the problems are not quite enormous you know that i don't think there's so many problems no just say it's like i disagree a bit but it's Yeah. It's because Fun. it becomes unique. True. You get what I mean? It becomes unique. Okay. Because man, they're okay. going to be the same problems like me and you have. The problems me and yeah, you have. That's true. Not, that's, that's, let me give you an example. Like the problems that me and you have, I know the same problems say like my parents have or our parents have. Yeah, that's things, true. Yeah? That's very true. So that's, that's the true. same thing. Like it's just their, their living standards obviously going to be better and also going to be different. But doesn't yeah. it's, it's, they still have problems? Not the same, and they may still even have more problems than you. You know, things like say taxes, man. When you when you start including taxes, man, and the tax man, everyone wants their cut. <laughs> you also think, man, how do I make sure <laughs> that you are right? They don't keep cutting, man. They don't come and cut cut everything. Is that what I mean? That's true, bro. I get so, what you're yeah. meaning. You know, then we have to also talk about this, my homie. Uh, Shout out to you, you man. If you're watching, Arthur, bro, gave me out. He gave me this stereotype. Actually, I think it's very interesting. You know, rich people work hard for their money. <laughs> I think this has to be really a huge like. This actually, I think, personally, yeah, too. A bit, yeah. Bro, I wish you about that, bro. I wish you about that. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you what my thinker you. Okay, bro. Huh? Let okay, me begin bro, bro. with a quote. Let me begin with a quote from one of our idols Warren Buffett so he says this if you don't find a way to make money while you sleep you will work until you die mm-hmm. so 
bro, the fact of the matter is this is that from my understanding and from what I've seen through, you know, you know, a lot of you know successful people talk about is that most wealthy people have money work for them. You know, and the way they have money work for them is through investment vehicles, things like stocks, things like um, treasury bonds or bills, uh, businesses, things like real estate. These things actually help in terms of producing what uh, I would say, I had one person say, more babies of cash. Because the truth of the matter is, is that if rich people were working hard for money, someone at McDonald's would be getting that a lot of money that's yeah. how it would be looking from that kind of stereotype it mm-hmm. would be looking from that kind of point of view that someone who was working maybe as a janitor because mm-hmm. they put in a lot of effort but they're not making the money maybe a ceo of jp morgan yeah. or maybe a ceo of meme would make you okay. get yeah yeah so this, but yes, but you know that's to, first of all we have to first we have to first define what's working mm-hmm. hard Okay, yeah, that's about true, what's, that's like true, what's that's working true. hard. Of course, yeah, like working hard, most times usually think that man's hard labor, scrubbing a floor or flipping a burger or yeah. like you know, turning those yeah. fries and all that stuff, right? But more late, yeah. I think about it is like you know, working harder means like putting in more effort, it can be more mental effort, it can be, um, what could it be like? It could be like it could be all those things, right? Like mm, just putting exerting in more pressure right in order to like to turn that thing into a diamond and whatever personally every time i've 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 argued this thing online a few times yeah uh obviously may think that ceos and this guy's management work harder than the guys at the bottom but for me that's what i think yeah Mm. because to come up with a plan to make sure that your company is profitable well you you're doing one job you know, like people hate Ben Shapiro, but may like that guy. And also because I like <laughs> Milton Friedman, right? They have this thing that Milton yeah. like, Friedman to... is my hero, bro, in terms of yeah. capitalism. So now like like putting in a pencil, you know, like putting the gra- the gra- graphite in the pencil, right? That's your yeah. only job. Your only job is to put that graphite in the pencil. You get what I mean? <laughs> I get what you the mean. Guy, get what the you next mean. guy on the line is supposed to just maybe like push the wood together on the graphite to get it, make sure it sticks. Mm-hmm. Then the next guy is quality control and moving whatever. Yes, you have your importance in the conveyor belt. But then again, let's move up now a chain of command. You have now like the, the manager, right? He's making yeah. sure that all of you guys are working coherently together, right? He's paid more yeah. than you. Yeah. <laughs> because he's making sure that he's like your husband. I know this sounds so wrong, but like he's your, he's like, he's like your husband, right? <laughs> you get what I mean? He has to make sure that you're all working in tandem together. Then he has the other guys above him, making sure that he's doing his job right with other managers, yeah. right? So like they have like this other guy. Then you have the other guys who are making like the, uh, the marketing, dealing with marketing, dealing with making sure that those pencils, now these are guys who are making sure they're selling the whole, all the pencils make sure it's reaching like yeah. your home make sure it's reaching like the next door all those things then you have the ceo who's making sure that there's money coming through making sure like all these departments True. are getting money there is like coordinated yeah. whatever i mean it becomes harder as you keep going up the chain it becomes harder so what do you expect what do you expect now i'll just say something you've like given like you know 
you, you mentioned something about hard work and you know you yeah. were talking about the whole aspect about you know how the CEOs actually do a lot of work because you know they they have that natural progression through an organization and things like that yeah I mean it goes back to what you said you know yeah. the whole aspect of working hard you know I think from this stereotype there, why it's <laughs> such a stereotype is because people think rich people like work for their money in the sense of they would, you know, hit the dust and do all these, you know, physical physical work, if I may say, just to yeah. cut it short, you know. Mm-hmm. Physical work, like it becomes like, you know, a janitor, then you know all that stuff. And I mean, yeah, yeah there are successful entrepreneurs who have, you know, hit the mud, got into the mud and, you know, you know, mm-hmm. work their ways, you know, work their, you know, climb, climb the ladder. But, you know, the whole aspect comes also in this is that, the truth of the matter is rich people work smart, you know. Where else someone is trying to take maybe 15 years of becoming uh, maybe a CEO or a manager in an organization? That 15 what, years. Wealthy people yes. with wealthy mind. <laughs> what wealthy people with wealthy mindsets do is they mm. acquire assets to generate cash flow, which will later on pay them through dividends or cap to appreciation. So the whole concept in this is that they are not putting their physical work. There's no physical work involved. I mean, yeah, there is maybe at the beginning to fund, to get these assets. But the whole point here is that they are getting money. They're getting money from the assets that has been got, that has been given to them. So that's the whole point of, you know, I see here. And that's the whole point. So I think, you know, it just goes back that the truth is they have investment vehicles that do all the work for them, you know, you know, mutual funds, stocks and all this stuff. And I mean, think about it. It's just like the same thing with the power of compound interest. I know I'm bringing compound interest, but I have a relation and a line, you know, of thought that's moving towards what I was saying previously is that. With compound interest, and this is the secret component, and I know me, you don't agree with this, but compound interest, you know, for the sake of the viewers, you know, it's, you know, money that keeps, you know, doubling over time. And this is one of the secrets that the wealthy use to accelerate their wealth. I mean, it's very simple. It comes to compound interest. It comes to compound interest. I've told you. you I've told you. (laughs) No worries. No worries. Anyways, yeah. But man, we okay. Like we have had all of these things. We have we've said all this stuff. But like, what solutions like do you think like Africa can make to Africa to move on? Like to move on uh, on the trajectory. Yeah, so just one thing is this, is that, um, you know, one thing I would say is that I would say the solutions to becoming, oh, okay, to becoming financially literate. You know, um, first thing is education. Education has to be one of the forefronts. I know uh, it may be hard, but we live in a digital age where you can access, you know, the best out of, you know, data and things like that. Yeah. Just think of, you know, online courses, online classes. I mean, uh-huh. students who can testify that they've been able to do online classes. So one way is, you know, you like I said, education, taking online classes, you know, <laughs> subscribing to, you know, online coaches that can, that you believe, that, make this, you know, <laughs> that you believe 
that could, you know, really do something for you. Another is reading books. <laughs> that look. <laughs> that look. Ah, there's no way, man. That look, bro. Have you seen Dunlock's things, man? I will teach you how to make a million dollars just like I did. What, what, what? I'm like, man, come on, seriously. Like, man, yeah, but obviously, the fake guru. Yeah, we... Don't you have to stay away from the fake gurus, man. Stay away from the fake gurus. That's with people you know, like Ram I mean, Stefan, man. That's amazing. Let's just that. Yeah. Ram Stefan is normal, you know, like... And yeah, I mean, like, he's sense. quiet. You know, he's quiet. I like Ram Stefan. You know, he's Stephane. quiet. And he says that realness from the homie, you know. Ramsey. Gordon Ramsey. The guy who doesn't Ramsey. like debt. Man who... <laughs> yeah, Dave Ramsey, stuff. bro. Hey, I thought it was... What am I saying Gordon Ramsey? So, yeah, you actually, I was going to even correct you. You were saying Gordon Ramsay, Dave Ramsay. Yeah, Dave Ramsay. Yeah. So, like, even you can read books, you know, their books, you know, um, like, you know, this is the most common, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert, you know, Kiyosaki, The Intelligent Investor, man, I love this book, by Benjamin Graham, The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey, then, you know, The Millionaire uh, Next Door, you know, um, by you know Thomas J. Uh, Stanley, so there are quite a lot of books that people can engage themselves on a day-to-day basis that can improve their literacy in finances. So I'll let you touch on the other bit, you know, because you know there are other stuff here also. Yeah, you know, so I'll let you also go on that, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Anyways, yeah, there's also a book called Cold Hard Truth by Kevin O'Leary. I like I love Kevin O'Leary. Oh, yeah. Kevin yeah. O'Leary is like the best when it comes to it. he doesn't give a damn. <laughs> and I like that he talks about stuff just frank like frankly. Yeah. Frankly, Anyways, I guess, yeah, so Kevin yeah, O'Leary like, is dope. That's Kevin all we O'Leary. had. Yeah. But then there's also bro, come on. Getting the best be, bro. I mean Watching things like podcasts, watching things like YouTube related you content. Watching Let me tell you, like you have to take it easy, obviously. When you're starting out, man, you don't have to be overwhelmed, man, because you'll just someone can oh, yeah, tell you. Someone can go and tell you, man, some weird stuff. Like, oh, how do you how do you calculate uh, uh, your return? <laughs> blah 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 blah. Your annualized deadline. It's like, huh? Now, what you do that? Then again, you go into like some other complex stuff you don't understand. Even things that may not even be in your market, right? Yeah, I get what you mean. But the truth is also, bro, TikTok has been one of the best platforms to help all people. Like, what about the things that they have been doing with? Oh, bro, bro, bro. Think of it. Like, is what they did with the cryptocurrency thing, man. You get it. No. I can recommend you. I say no to TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) I say no to TikTok, man. They'll make you lose your money. You'll be there in jokes. They are playing with these guys. You guys are looking out for themselves. No, but in in the whole context of this, is that. You know, TikTok has a very interesting, you know, frankly, I like the slide. There's like the whole bit of the slide, you know, like the short clips, you know, I mean, that's what TikTok yeah. is, you know, that, that you know, makes finances very interesting, you know, and I mean, podcasts, like also, you know, the podcast that you're listening to right now, you know, so these are yeah. stuff that can really try to help you out in, you know, at least getting an understanding of finances and, you know, pushing. I guess that's okay. That's that's great and stuff. And I think yeah, good. Anyways, this was the first episode, and we are done. 
Yeah. Man. Amazing, man. Alvin, man. This was great. Yeah. On to the next one, I say. On to the next one. On to the next one. This is Ezra. This is Alvin. Yeah. So, yeah. Episode one. Alvin.